Welcome everybody to Pew Pew Panel. Today we're going to be talking about home security, I guess you could say. We have a very interesting would you rather question. And Ava, I wanted to start off with something rather relatable. Yes. I was just leaning my rifle up against the wall and it slid over and took a massive gouge out of my drywall. <laughs> I began to realize that wasn't the first time this has happened. That's probably like the eight time this has happened in the last I don't know like two weeks yeah and so I wanted to ask you and everybody listening if that is something you're familiar with because I started to think maybe this is a maybe this is a problem uh okay so that has happened to me and then it's also there's like lots of scratches on my wall and you know you could see like my whole house my ceiling everything is the color behind me and so when it falls it just, you know, the paint almost like comes off of it. It just like puts this huge, I'm like uh, in brand new house, of course. And I'm just like, oh, this is, this is great. So yeah, it definitely has happened to me way more times than I'd like to admit. Um, and it occasionally at my old house, it would take out either a chunk of the, the drywall or the base, the floor, I, you know. <laughs> I've been hitting the baseboard pretty good. Or yeah. alternatively, if you guys have ever been doing like QCB in your house and you just nail your wall with the muzzle of your gun, yeah. there is that as well. I, I, yeah. I've experienced that, that. No, no, that's never happened to me. <laughs> that's really, I'm I'm actually a little bit better than that. Oh, right. No, I'm kidding. I forgot. <laughs> no, it, um, but it really hasn't, it hasn't happened to well, me. Well, in a new house, did you at least get some paint that's the color of all your walls? Oh, yeah, I did. It's the best thing. You just, you ding up your walls. You just go over, like, everyone's yeah. wall. Just cover up all the dings. We have kids that draw with, like, crayons on the walls. So, it's perfect. Nah, that's funny. Generic. Um, You know what? I got to say, so Pe Peaches isn't here with me again. Oh. This is two episodes in a row. What and what Well, okay, so I just took a quick little break and went to go check on Peaches and make myself some tea. And she's standing right in front of her food bowl. It's funny how she she's definitely not underfed by any means. Like she gets fed probably eight times a day. Nobody call ASPCA on me, please. Okay, <laughs> it's just like those little puppy eyes. I can't say no, but she'll do this every now and then, like in the evening. If I'm just like, where is she? Because normally she's like follows me everywhere, including the bathroom sometimes, which I just you know cuddle her and whatever TMI. But um. <laughs> But uh, we're here yeah. for guns, Ava. We're here for guns. But she'll just sit there in front of her food bowl, and I don't know. But again, now she's it's you know what? She's probably in that teenager mode. She's almost two. That makes her almost fourteen years old. She's getting she's an attitude. Just a grumpy, yeah, grumpy. Teenager. I need a I need to put my foot down and let her know, like, hey, you're my puppy, okay? There's rules in this house. Yeah, you only you only get fed four times a day, not eight. <laughs> wow, rough life. <laughs> well, I hate to derail us from Peaches, but we got, let's go jump into the mail call and then our would you rather question, which actually isn't about guns today, but it's a legitimate question nonetheless. <laughs> so for mail call, I'm going to go first. I got the Mantis X10, their system that mounts like under mm. guns. So this is pretty cool. I'm excited to bring it to the range because Mantis does like a lot of dry fire stuff. For example, exhibit. Hey. Well, while you're doing that, so if anybody is like, oh, you know, you're bringing it to the range. So the X10, you can 
you can dry fire and lie fire with the X10. Exactly. Well, you just stole exactly what I was going to say. Oh. I got the, I've had this for a while. This is the Blackbeard in my rifle. And this is for dry fire. It shoots out the little laser emitter. Mm-hmm. So anybody can see that. I probably just fried the uh, sensor inside my camera. By the way, guys, and, uh, Dalen, there's nobody in front of his camera in case there's anybody yeah. who's worried. It's a safe direction. Also. Or I'm sorry, not in front of his camera. Of course, there's somebody in front of his camera. There's nobody behind his camera. Yeah, that's a safe direction. But yeah, this is for dry fire. And then this thing here, if I can pick up both at the same time, melts under your gun on the pick rail. And then it tracks the way you shoot. And essentially, it's like a private instructor that's on your phone because it relays that stuff to your phone, gives you all your data and says exactly why you shot the way you did and what you could do to improve it. So that's pretty cool. That's my mail call. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I've been working with Mantis X now for, I guess, a little over a year and their products are incredible. If you guys haven't, check it out, mantisx.com. For my mail call, did I even decide what I was going to do for my mail call? You didn't? So now is the moment of truth. You had mentioned you did get a second thing from Caldwell and you were debating whether or not to share it. I say you do it. I say you do it. Because Caldwell, for anybody listening to the last episode, sent her the prairie dog. So show us what you got. It's such a mess behind my desk right here. I know you guys were like, where'd you pull that out of? I'm very, I'm a cleaning freak, but my office is a mess. Um, Okay, so this is a little heavy, but this is a target post and you can see uh, for anybody who's watching so it has like a um you know like a um kind of like a sharp um anchor point too yeah and so you just like put it in the ground and you can just hang some steel on it and it makes it really easy to set up steel that way i have not tried these yet i just got in about i don't even know how many i got in actually because i think i just got more and i was like oh cool (laughs) Um, but I have about six of these in my garage that are still in boxes that I'm going to bring to the range and set it up. But again, it's just like what I love about Caldwell is they have a way of, um, they have a way of like designing these products that make it just really easy to transport to the range and set it up. That's exactly what I was going to see because people are going to say, oh, just get a regular T-post, which you can. And Caldwell even sells mounts for a T-post. But the whole purpose of this is it's half the size of a T-post. So it's, that's pretty nifty. Yeah, and if you guys are driving a Subaru like Dalen is, this little tiny brewery, you know, you got to really drive a Subaru. <laughs> or a little Mini, a little Cooper Mini or whatever. You got to be. Prius, thank you very much. <laughs> I think a Subaru would have been better. <laughs> it would have been. Uh, yeah, so, you know, when uh, when you got to be, you know, careful with how much space you take up, um, this comes in handy. Yeah, that's awesome. Very cool. Now into the would you rather that we had mentioned. Who Who is this sent by? Do you remember, Ava? Or are we just winging this one? Well, I totally know. It was Daniel Treadwell. And I posted a little clip from, uh, uh, from like the podcast, I don't know, a few episodes ago where I was drinking my Jimmy John's and you were trying to do the ad read. We were trying to get sponsored and, by Jimmy John's. Yeah, it didn't work. But didn't work. Uh, so Columbia War Machine, he did say that he now wants Jimmy John's because of me. So I feel like it is working. So maybe they will Way sponsor us. Head on to our listener comments. If you had have gone ahead, you would see it was, he said specifically, I'm going to get Jimmy John's. That was Columbia War Machine. So we're jumping the gun on that one, but it's out yeah. of the bag already. So but, go. 
Uh, oh, sorry. <laughs> um, but there's Daniel Treadwell, and he asked something along the lines, so that would you rather Quiznos or Jimmy John's? Okay, we need you guys to answer this. So in the comments, if you're listening on YouTube, Jimmy John's or Quiznos, and your reasoning behind it. I'm not going to say mine yet. I want to hear what you have, Ava, because I have a very strong opinion on this. I don't know. So is Quiznos even still around? Okay, so I think that answers. I think that gives us your answer. <laughs> well, okay, so um, I also like Jersey Mike's, and I like it Mike's way, where they put like the olive oil or the I think olive, yeah, olive oil and vinegar and pepper. I always say no salt because they put salt in everything nowadays. Um, Jimmy John's is okay. I don't really eat Jimmy John's as much, but every now and then I'm just like craving like an Italian sandwich, and I'm just like, you know what? I'm in a hurry. I need to grab something quick, and then I'll go to Jimmy John's. Yeah. Um, so what you're saying is you wouldn't pick either of them, and you would go to Jersey Mike's. There goes our sponsorship opportunity. <laughs> wow. Uh, Jimmy John's. Listen. Like, I know this is like not what people gave, came to to listen to listen to, but I'll get a lettuce wrap sandwich and then ask for extra veggies, and the uh. thing comes out like um like everything extra. I'll say extra of everything, and the thing is just massive by the time it comes out dude oh, how like, I, of course so you would you would ask for the it, lettuce wrap it's just when i'm in the mood for something fresh it, it's essentially a big wrapped up salad it's it's beautiful so that's no. that's that's my opinion i'm all about carbs i love carbs if anybody asks me to give up carbs if i just choose between uh, this is a close one but peaches and carbs ooh. you literally said you just ate like a handful of gummy bears for lunch so yeah, I actually, I mean, I eat gummy bears every day. It's what keeps my skin glowing. <laughs> uh, all right, so listener comments now, so we can bring it back to guns so that people aren't, uh, you know, views are just dropping uh, quickly. These first two are actually for you. Well, I guess it's one now because the first one was about Jimmy John's from Columbia War Machine, but this one's for you, Ava. All right, it says, foraging food like mushrooms, pretty cool. I would like to know more. It's just technically knowledge I don't have a huge try for. <clears throat> Does that make sense? It's just technically knowledge that I don't have a huge try for. Like bushcrafting. Like bushcrafting. I think it's extremely important. Garrett. I So I kind of in the same way. Like I didn't think that, you know, like looking for mushrooms was that important. But I was like thinking to myself, you know, if... Uh, you know, things go down and we don't have internet, like one, we can't even figure out, we, you know, we don't have this app or, um, or, uh, you know, pick ID or anything like that, where we could figure out like what we can eat and what we can't. And I always just think like worst case scenario, if we were up in the mountains and we had to survive based on like what we know, it's always good to know. I think it's always good to have knowledge, even if it's stuff that you don't think you'll ever need. It's just like one of those things where you're carrying a gun with you. Always carry a gun with you. It's better, you know, better to be safe than sorry. And I'd like to think like I made it my entire life with maybe this knowledge that might save my life, didn't use it versus I didn't have the knowledge. And as a result, it took my life. So um, not to mention, it's just a good way to get out into nature. And oh, so if totally. You're while you're out there. Hey, yeah. I mean, there is kind of like, like bushcrafting. Honestly, it's a fun way to. It's a fun way to kind of just get out to, into nature. Yeah. And surprisingly, there was like a lot of like wild raspberries. Um, there was all kinds of berries. Then we just figure out like what we could and couldn't eat. 
there was hops, like wild hops. Like there was all kinds of stuff. So I think you guys got out there and like put yourself out there and become one with nature. This is my hippie spiel again. (laughs) Um, I think that you guys would probably enjoy it. And it's just one of those things that's good to know. Yep, very true. And then we have our next kind of comments and questions section was talking about the best SHTF caliber. We'd made like a little video clip, uh, one of our shorts talking about what would it be for us if it would be between the 300 blackout and 762 by 39. And people started jumping in, giving their own thoughts on mm-hmm. what it would be. Um, and Internet Abyss had their own thoughts and it wasn't either of the two we had said. So that's cheating. But in reality, it brings up some really good points. So I thought we should go over this. In the video, the dude is using 22LR and in SHTF times, you want thousands of those rounds for either pistol or rifle. Ammo is hard to come by and it can hold off an attack using a suppressor or you could go on the offensive for months. So this is a very interesting SHTF scenario that we're listening to here. But it's true. 22LR is a deadly caliber. Mm -hmm. You can have thousands of them in in a backpack. And it's like, Uh, doesn't really weigh you down. I mean, you could just... Heck, Why you have it? hundreds of it in your pocket. and Yep, so it's very, very true. Um, if anybody's read the book One Second After, uh, you know the reasoning behind this. Essentially, it can be used to hunt small game as well, which food is going to be super scarce, so you know it makes sense to have a lot of 22. So Yeah, I like that answer. The next one is Jekenberg. Uh, 760 by 39, you'll find way more of it. And it's a good round. So that's true. Because we were comparing 762 by 39 to 300 blackout. 762 by 39 is just going to be more abundant than 300 blackout. Um, better round. Oh, it's a good round. It is a good round. Better round, you know, maybe 300 blackouts more tuned for a bunch of different reasons. But, you know, 300 or 762 by 39 is it's going to get the job done. Mm-hmm. All right, Ava, before we go into our main topic, I wanted to give a quick plug to our social channels. So this isn't, you know, a sponsor of the channel, except for the fact that if anybody goes and subscribes to, you know, our Instagram, our Facebook, it's just going to help us grow. So go check them out. Go like this video. Do all the engagement things right now. This is like our plead to you. It will help us in the algorithm. Uh, Like this video, drop a comment for the algorithm. It can literally be gibberish. But we appreciate it. You know, if it's somewhat uh, intelligible, we'll always we'll always take it and add it to the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, do all those things. Comment if you have any questions and you're listening, you can email pewpewpanel at gmail dot com, and we'll get that. So with that, Ava, I think that covers everything. Yeah. So now it is time for the main topic that you guys have all been waiting for, and essentially, it's we're going to talk about how not to be a target. Is or have stuff- to be a target. I'm going to confuse Ava and I'm going to reverse it all. Oh, wonderful. We're going to talk about how to make yourself a target. But mm-hmm. no, yeah, it's how to not, essentially the idea, we don't want you guys to be targets. So we're going to go yeah. over all the things just to keep your house secure. And I mean, there's a good. lot to be said about this stuff, though. Like, I remember even as a kid, like when I first got my driver's license, my mom used to tell me, you know, when I was walking to my car, whether it was day or night, put the keys, you know, in between my fingers so that if somebody were to attack me, I could always just like use that as a weapon. Um, make sure that I'm paying attention, that I'm making eye contact with not like crazy eye contact where it's going to think, you know, they're going to think I'm hitting on them, but just like enough to like 
you know, glance over and let them know that I'm aware of their existence and their presence. Um, Because if you, you know, if you ask a lot of these criminals, like, all right, out of everybody that you see walking in this parking lot, who would you pick to attack? Most of them are going to pick the same person. And it's always somebody that just looks like an easy target. So I'm going to go over things that you can do around your house to make your house less appealing for criminals. And normally we break this up into two segments. You guys, there's a lot that we want to do. So we're just going to go through them all, all together. So yep. no break in between. Yep. All right. So uh, first thing that I would say is, you know, if you have a garage, uh, definitely park your car in your garage. I know a lot of people like my neighbor, for example, he has like a gym in his garage. So <clears throat> come here, Peachy. There she is, little baby. She's like, cool, I'm not getting food out of my mom right now. Oh, I missed you, little peach. All right, so a lot of people, though, um, use their garage to fill it with a bunch of other stuff. But I don't know. If you can, use your garage for what it's what it's for and put your car, yeah. your car in there. Although, the being, depending on, like, the car you have, like, if you just got, like, a brand new Jeep and you just have it parked in your driveway... Like, that could be a target for people saying, hey, this might be a good house to break into. Heck, you don't even have to, like, have loads of money, but, like, maybe you really like your car, and that's where, you know, it's kind of the thing that you work on. And so it's a really nice car, and then it kind of paints you as a target. Or maybe it's one of those cars, like a Ford F-150 white truck that everybody targets. They you know. do Ford F-150s, <laughs> if anybody remembers. It's like the most broken into vehicle in America, period. So Yeah. Um, okay, another thing going back to garages. So if your garage has windows, make sure that, um, you know how there's like that safety cord that if you need your garage to hurry up and come up or something like that, like that, that safety cord yep. that's in the middle. So what a lot of people will do because they have like window panels, they're able to put something uh, like a little metal wire underneath and like get in that garage door and then pull on that wire. And then they're able to get into your garage that way. And then most people. Yeah. So I would say if you do have like windows on your garage, cover them up, put something over it so that people can't look into your garage because it also makes it that much easier for them to pull on that cord. I also, like on my last house, I had that and I tied it up so that it wasn't easily accessible if someone were to try to get in between. Um, And then you might want to also lock your door between, you know, the the door, the entrance um, leading from your garage. Most people don't because they think like, well, the garage door is locked or shut. People can't get in. But it's just another step that's, you know, less step that one less step that they'd have to go through in order to get into your house. Yeah. Another thing that would make you a massive target would be putting up signs being like, this home is secured by the Second Amendment or, <laughs> yeah. you know, I know, um, like burglars will be shot on site or like just yeah, ridiculous you- stuff like that. Due to the cost of ammo, warning shots, there will be no warning shots, which I'm like, well, there's warning shots are actually illegal in all 50 states. But um, yeah, so I would stay. I mean, uh, look, we're all want to, you know, show off our Second Amendment and, and support it and stuff like that. But if you were to drive down my street and I was like, all right, I want you guys to pick out my house, it would not. Unfortunately, it's not even the house that has the American flag outside. 
And not that I'm not patriotic and Dalen, don't even get started. You're going to be like, oh, that's cool because Mahes has the American flag because I'm more American, you know, whatever. Um, but even sometimes I think the American flag is kind of a giveaway yep. that you're a Second Amendment supporter. Unfortunately, now it didn't used to be. Which is, is, I mean, it's, it it's crappy because I love America and, you know, I'm all about, you know, the U.S. and, and showing, you know, pride for my country. But uh, I do think that it's a little bit of a giveaway. So I don't have anything anything up. Um, one thing that I do kind of recommend, though, is having like security, like um, at my last house, uh, the person who lived there before me, they had uh, ADT. And those guys annoyed me when I moved in, they wouldn't leave me alone. So I didn't go with them. But I still had signage and stickers all over my house that, you know, that gave people the, uh, you know, the illusion that I still had their security. And again, that's just like another deterrent that people are going to be like, well, they have security, you know. And then I also have cameras all over my house. So I don't even like some of them are kind of hidden and some of them are like pretty obvious. Yep. And I think that that also kind of deters people, you know. I mean, most people nowadays have like a ring camera, but you really want to have cameras all over your house that you can get all angles. Yeah. But that being said, if you don't have anything, one of those cameras is going to be great and they're not expensive. And yeah, be a great step up. I would say like what I like best, but I don't want to give away as to like what cameras I have, but definitely do some research. Um, I don't necessarily like the brand ring because how many times, like, I don't know if, if you have ring on your doorbell, but how many times does it miss something where you're like, cool, I have a package and it didn't even go that somebody even. Not to mention <laughs> there have been histories of them believing that their customers said something they didn't like. Yeah. So they turned it off for their camera. Oh, wow. They locked them. That. Yeah. They wow. locked them out. And what happens when you have a ring lock on your house? Like, yeah. So yeah, be careful. Do your research on who you pick. But the smart security can be good as long as you know you picked a reputable company. Mm-hmm. And you also do not have to pay for um, like that monthly, you know, there's a lot of companies where all you have to do is just pay for like extra iCloud storage, um, but you don't need, you know, some of it's like, oh, $50 a month in order to store the footage. Yeah. yeah. It's just do your research. You don't, oh, you don't yeah. need. I see what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. You don't need that. Like nobody needs extra bills and and I don't think it's necessary. Uh, another thing that I would recommend is sensors on your windows. And that just kind of alerts you like on your phone if anybody you know if if there's any movement whatsoever so then you could you know especially if you have a basement or you're not just like like for me i have a three-story house and i have sensors on my windows in my basement my first floor just in case you know somebody tries to go through my window it alerts me and window break sensors like there's a few different types but that's generally the most common is like a sensor that knows if the window's been broken or opened yeah and it or it'll chime even it doesn't always have to alert you on your phone you could also just have it where it chimes i had at my old house i had sensors on every door window it was it was a little out of hand (laughs) ava crazy ava no but honestly it's good good to do and then along with that just be well illuminated have the front of your home be very well illuminated if that means you have to have blackout curtains on the inside that's fine the criminals are always going to pick the darkest and most untouched house that there is. You yeah. Know, the house that just looks like there's nobody there. So the more lights you have, 
the more that they know that they can be seen and they'll just you know steer clear or or, i mean motion activated lights too if you don't want you know all that light around like shining into your window just get like motion activated lights which i did when um there was like a, a raccoon that kept coming in my backyard and then there was like skunks on top of that so I just put like motion. Like, it sounds like what you need is a motion activated sprinkler. I've actually seen somebody use this as an effective deterrent for burglars. They set up a motion activated sprinkler that would spray upon movement and they're used to scare away deers or raccoons or skunks. Yeah. But they set it up for a burglar and it worked because what burglar in their right mind is like going up to a house and all of a sudden you get blasted by like <laughs> O's, you are not coming back. Well, well, I would say that you're not going back, but it probably would make you a little less hesitant to want to break into a house with like wet shoes, wet clothes. A little bit more hesitant. Yeah, no. You're going to be like maybe slipping, maybe making your, you know, your sneakers are making some squeaky noises. Um, Yeah, so that makes sense. Also, going back to windows. um, So I am like... uh, I got my my NRA credentials, my NRA instructor credentials for refuse to be a victim. And I learned quite a bit in that class. And I would recommend if you guys have the opportunity to take that. It's not necessarily gun related, but it goes over a lot of scenarios and tips on, you know, kind of just, you know, making yourself less uh, less appealing to criminals, um, not just in the home or outside the home, but like in your car, just walking down the street, all that stuff. But one of the things that I learned in that class was if you plant like thorny bushes next to your window, you know, like let's say your window um, is on, you know, like on the first floor and people would normally try to break in through the window. One, I I don't think I would leave it open. Be careful with like leaving windows open and stuff because then that's like super easy. They just pop out that screen and it's easy to get in. Um, But if you put like really big, like let's say rose bushes that's going to be, I mean, there was my friend, I wish I knew what this bush was, but she has it in front of her house. And the other day I was over and she was like, yeah, if anybody comes in and tries to attack me, she's like, I'm pushing him into him. I mean, we assume it's a him, but um, I'm pushing that person into the bush. And I was like, just kind of putting my hand on it. I was like, dude, I don't, Ooh. that is like so prickly, like it hurt. Yeah, and that's honestly, so there's two ways to think about this. If you, if it's going right up against your window, so like there's not much, like there's no way to get behind it without getting stabbed. Yeah. This could be a uh, fair use of, you know, some some clever uh, bushes and planning and landscaping to keep people away. However, be careful if that's separated from your window so that if they could get behind the bush and just start peering yeah. into windows without anybody on the road seeing them, yes. they could use it as a little bit of cover for mm-hmm. your windows. So. If you do the bushes, make sure they're right up against that window. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's a good. That's a good point. Another thing, um, when you move into a house, is um, well, one I would recommend change out the locks. Although most of us don't have locks, so like key and locks, most of us have codes nowadays. Um, but definitely change that out. But also look at the bolt that you're using to lock the door. If it's you know if it's not going into that door well. Uh, I'd say initially, I mean, you probably want a little more than an inch that goes in because if there's not a lot of that, you know, that bolt, and I don't know if I'm explaining it that well, but, you know, if it just barely locks it and there's just a little bit of that bolt sticking into that door frame, somebody could easily just like kick the door in. And And it's usually particle board is like what those door frames are made out of. So you can also um, 
kind of reinforce where that bolt slides into to make it metal so that, you know, they can't just shove it through and, and bust mm-hmm. it in. But updating that is a big help. Yeah. And it's, I mean, it's not super expensive either. A lot of this stuff isn't super expensive and could definitely be pretty, you know, life-changing. Yeah, it could be very effective. Another one is just knowing your neighbors. Have a good relationship with the people on your left and right. Don't have them hate you. Be a good person. And generally, like one time we left our garage door open, the little button didn't work. And my neighbor, like two two minutes after we left, was like, hey, your garage is open. Did you mean to do that? Looks like you guys left. He's like, no. He's like, okay, I'll go close it for you. Yeah. And he just went and closed our garage door for us. So knowing your neighbors can be very helpful as well. Yeah. That's where somebody's at my door. Uh, speaking, speaking of home security, <laughs> get a chihuahua who will let you know when somebody shows up. Well, I'll go over you the know, next one, Ava. If you need to check your like door to make sure no, it's broken it's in fine. as we talk about home security, <laughs> it's literally probably just like an Amazon delivery, probably my Halloween costume. Nice. Well, um, speaking of deliveries, take yeah. your packages in. That's one because then it looks like you're home, right? If you have a package sitting there for two days, people are going to be like, wait a minute. Even if it's like a big package on your doorstep and you don't plan on using it for a couple days. Take it in. People will think that there's somebody that lives at the house. Or if you're traveling, have somebody else take those packages in for you. So that's better. I mean, that's a huge one. And I always try to... Peaches, come here. Peaches. So I always try to... um, If I know that I'm going away, then I like don't order anything. Like Even if it's like, man, I really want this shirt that's on sale or something like that. I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to order it. Um, because I don't want any deliveries while I'm gone. But unfortunately, like sometimes sponsors, cough, cough, like Caldwell and a bunch of other people will send me stuff. And it just so happens like, you know, let's say I ordered something and I inquired about it months ago and then it finally came in stock. And then they're like, cool, we got it in stock. We're going to ship it out to you. So sometimes you you don't always know what those deliveries are. Um but or like when they're coming but that's why you want to have a good relationship with at least one of your neighbors or two of them and i have a good relationship with one of my neighbors and i'm always like hey got another package would you mind just like running in my house and throwing it in my garage and you know and he's more than happy to do so so yep and then the final thing unless i'm missing anything else like i mean we already talked about flags but specifically like the gadsden flag or the 1776 flag if you're flying stuff like that It is nice to be, you know, gung-ho about the Second Amendment and about freedom, but it can just be a target for people. And we kind of already talked about flags as in, like, the American flag, but I thought I would throw those in as well. Bumper stickers, uh, signs, anything of that sort. could be a giveaway that you have um, guns in your house. And before I finish shaving, I'm going to say one more thing. When you're on vacation, it could be a deterrent, right? When you're at home, people are like, oh, I don't want to go in the house that has guns. But then you leave on vacation and people don't see a car in the driveway for three days and the lights are off. Then they and say, they know ah, you have guns. You're the person that I can get guns from. So yeah. that's just that's just my thoughts behind that. Peaches, come here. My friend got me a sign that says, beware of a uh, guard chihuahua dog or something like that. <laughs> it's really funny. Funny thing is, like, I would be legitimately afraid if I was a bad guy and I was going to break into a house and I saw that sign. I would probably turn around and well, house. I mean, they do say that chihuahuas are, I, I think chihuahuas probably have bitten more people than most dogs out there. <laughs> I would not be surprised. And then the last one, go live in the middle of nowhere. Live around nobody and where nobody knows where you are, you know, that's always an option. Go live in the middle of the country. Then you'll be the most safe and... Yeah. and uh, don't you don't actually have to do that, but 
that would be well i mean i do think that there's something to be said though about location of where you're living and i get it like homes nowadays regardless of what state you're living in is expensive um but like you know if you can avoid you know living in like areas that are kind of seedy that have a lot more crime uh do your research especially if you're moving to a new state and you're not really aware of like what that area is you know you don't want to commit to a year lease and you're just like wow this is horrible there's lots of crime and you know yeah. burglaries and stuff like that so really you know put in that time and, and research and and figure out where you're going um because that would be the last thing you want to do very so. true i think that right. covers it if you guys notice anything we missed drop it in the comments like if you th- can think of something that would prevent you from being a, a target or something that would make you a bigger target Drop it in the comments. We want to know. Um, we'll follow up with those in a different podcast. Send us your questions at pewpewpanel at gmail.com as well. Definitely. And now I think it's time to do Listener of the Week. And I am going to do two of them because we're actually getting caught up. Both of these were left on uh, this past week, actually. Uh, this is from uh, Hammond Armory. Hammond, Hammond, Hammond Armory. H-A-M-M-O-N-D. Uh, great to a podcast five stars i just got an apple computer just to leave a review for this podcast and gun funny fun show to listen to always look forward to the new episodes uh of course they took a screenshot of it and then here we go only bad thing is the audio is sometimes low or unbalanced especially in the first few episodes it seems to be getting better now thanks for the entertainment yep so if you guys are listening to those new episodes and then you're listening to this you're like wow the audio is better we had some hiccups, some crazy things to get used to in the beginning, and now we're kind of on top of it. It should be a lot better. What you're going to notice, sometimes it when both of us talk over top of each other, it'll only pick one of us to oh. kind of share the audio for. And, you know, it's just technology. I haven't figured out a better solution, but uh, let me know if you have anything else. But so far, it's getting a little bit better. Hmm, that's good to know. And then second and last review. So guys, if you haven't left us a review, uh, definitely do so because this is the last one. And this is from Gonzo150413, titled Good, five stars. Really enjoy your program. Keep up the good work. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Cool. All right, guys. Well, until next week when we have another exciting topic to talk about, In the meantime, though, uh, we do appreciate you guys all listening. Don't forget to follow us on social media. Subscribe to our YouTube channel or podcast um, wherever you find podcasts and listen to it. We're located. And I guess we'll talk to you guys next week.